Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to High Vibe Monday, my podcast. Today, we are going to talk about why intuition gets a bad rap. Now, this, um, the topic for this podcast was actually triggered, so to speak, or um, came from a post I saw in a Facebook business group where I asked, why would you not hire an intuitive business strategist for your business? And the answers to this question were actually incredibly interesting. I'm going to say interesting because it's an English word that I really love. Being French, uh, we don't say that as much. And there's so, so much nuance in the word interesting in English. I just thought I'd mention that. Because, of course, some people say it's interesting when they really mean uh, something completely different. But I actually do mean uh, this, this word uh, when, I, when I use it in terms of these answers. So here are some of the responses that people put on the posts. And I don't take any of this personally, so that's not an issue for me. People said intuition was flaky. Uh, some people said that they wanted to follow their own intuition. Some people say, I just want a strategist. I really don't care uh, about intuition. And someone even said, I hire psychics for my business, and I hire strategists for the two different things. So this got me really thinking. And obviously, it also got me thinking about myself and what I offer. And this is probably, I am an intuitive business strategist. I will own the title. If I was a bit braver, I would call myself a psychic business strategist, but I'm not brave enough. And I will explain to you why as well. I consider the work psychic um, highly charged. People um, put all sorts of things under this name. And I suppose it's the same of all words. Everybody has their own understanding of a word and put an own meaning to it. And because I know that most people associate the word psychic with something negative, I don't want to use this word. Now, if I felt um, the word was positive, I would probably use it. But I don't think that my ideal client likes the word psychic either. So I think I'm going to leave it out for now. Intuitive is interesting. I wouldn't think that people would associate that with something negative because for me, um, intuition is such an amazing um, gift. But this is why I wanted to do this podcast episode because I actually understand why people might think intuition is something negative. Uh, but just to finish on the thread that we were seeing um, that I was reading in this business group, there was even one girl who's a psychic and a professional tarot reader and who was repelled by the word intuitive business strategies. I thought that was the most fascinating of all. What the heck is going on? Now, I'm not going to analyze where she came from. I don't know her well enough. But I want to say something is that even 
people who do tarot readings can have mixed feelings about the work that they do. So maybe that's where she came from. I have no idea. What I want to say to you today, though, is I think, I believe, most people associate intuition with something negative, and there's a reason for this. First of all, it's because we're flooded with a world of negativity. And so most of the psychics that are vocal about their gifts usually predict disasters. So you will have, um, I'm trying to remember the name of one of the most famous, famous psychics. She's now um, in heaven, <laughs> or some people would say in hell. I don't believe in hell, but uh, other than our own minds and our own negative vibration. But um, maybe her name will come back to me. It doesn't really matter. She did a, a whole book on prophecies. And a lot of these prophecies were so negative. I actually had to drop the book down and didn't want to continue reading it. So that would be one of the reasons why people associate intuition with negativity. Also, that's another aspect, though, is that most people are intuitive. We are born this way. It is our birthright. But because we're not trained in how to use our intuition, there's two things that can happen. First of all, we can only get intuition about negative things. And that's something that happened to my grandmother. She was a born, a natural born psychic. And when I say everybody's intuitive, so why would she be different? Um, and this was a conversation I had uh, recently with a client, a potential client, and I thought it was really interesting. When I explained to her that I, I thought everybody was intuitive, I said, it's like everybody has legs. Not everybody is meant to run fast. So we are all intuitive, and some people have an enhanced sense of intuition. It's not that they have a gift. I don't want to call it a gift, because then that means there's some special people and people who are not as special. And believe me, I've met some psychics that weren't that good <laughs> with people. So I wouldn't consider it a gift if it's not used for the highest of good, if that makes any sense. But I used to put psychics on a pedestal honestly. And this is what actually sent me on this journey for two reasons, because of my grandmother, and I will explain to you a little bit what happened to her. And also because I was fascinated by it, because she always refused to talk about it. And you know what kids are like, if you don't want to talk about something with them, they usually uh, want to find out more. And in a way, it is something that I regret about my grandmother, but at the same time, I can see how everything was perfect with insight, is that I would have liked to have someone I could talk about intuition as I was a child because my mother was absolutely hostile to it. It was the work of the devil, even though her mother was psychic. And she married a very religious man, my dad, maybe to you know reinforce her feelings. Uh, so you can imagine how happy she was when she, um, when she learned that I was doing professional tower readings, which I'm not anymore, but I was, uh, I started in 2006 for 10 years. I was a professional psychic leader in uh, psychic fairs. Um, but so with my grandmother, she was an untrained psychic. And that means that most of the, the information that she got psychically was negative. And one day it came to, um, a crunch, so to speak. I don't know exactly what the word to use, but she uh, did a reading. She only did it for entertainment. So, and my mum kept on putting her in the hot seat to do it because she thought it was funny, uh, which is 
really horrible. Maybe that's what the reason why I don't like to do public readings because there's something that, that energy that's left in me of, of the humiliation, public humiliation. Um, I don't think she meant it that way with her mum, but there was that aspect of, you know, being the, how can I say, you know, like, like the, oh, it's funny, I can't find my words. Like, you know, you, you drag people out just to, for entertainment purposes. And for me, this is a sacred gift and I will never use it for entertainment. This is not what I'm here for. And that's also why I prefer to work one-to-one -one with people. But anyway, my grandmother got her cards out and I remember peeking. They were actually hiding in a small room at the back of my grandfather's house. who wasn't my grandma, grandmother's husband. It was um, my dad's dad. And my grandmother, the only one I knew who was alive as a kid, was my mum's mum. Anyway, to cut a long story short, um, she got the cards out. She was doing the reading for a friend of the, the family, and she saw that her husband was going to die. So she folded all her cards, said she couldn't read, that she wasn't feeling well that night, and then that's it. That was done for the night, and she never touched her cards again. She was still a psychic, so she was still bombarded with information, and she didn't know, and it haunted her until the end of her life. That's why I call an untrained psychic. And for a very good reason, my grandmother thought that being psychic was a curse. Now you can see the whole negative aspect of this. If you only get uh, negative insights on what is going to happen, then that is going to create um, negativity around intuition. And you would naturally not want to use your intuition later in life because you would assume that whenever your intuition came in, it was to tell you about something that's of course going to turn out wrong. So in my own experience, it hasn't been as negative, but it was associated with negative events until I trained myself. So I, I avoided one of the worst bombings in Paris in the 90s by following my intuition, not to go to a certain place shopping when I was coming back from work. And it turned out it was, it was absolute um, you know, um, bloody murder. It was really, really horrible. And I almost felt guilty that I survived it because I thought, well, why then is my intuition um, keeping me safe? And it's not keeping safe the other people who ended up there going shopping there. And that's a big subject to talk about. But because it's not linked to business, I'm not going to go too much into it. I also helped my sister avoid a pregnancy, an unwanted pregnancy with her boyfriend. She was still very young and she had to go and take her pill. And I actually dreamed of her getting pregnant. And the next day I said it to her and she said, oh my God, I forgot to take my pill. Thank God you told me. So that was actually a negative positive, if you know what I mean. If I hadn't told her, if I hadn't had the courage. For me, it's always been a question of courage because I always think it's weird. I don't understand uh, why I'm dreaming or seeing things. It's usually things that are come from uh, left field that are not predictable. And so it takes actually a lot of courage for me to express but I do it more and more because I know it's it's been beneficial for everyone I spoke to um, about the things that I get so what I want to say is for me intuition is a tool an energy and if you don't know how to use it then it's almost like it rules your life um, you know you will get be like my grandmother you will get information that you don't want to get or you will, um, yeah, like too much information. You know what I mean? Um, there's some psychics who are always informed when there's a, a catastrophe happening in the world. 
Now, I have to ask, what is the point of this? What is the point of this? And this is why, because you know, I'm a Scorpio, and I don't believe in astrology 100%, but I like to go really deep into subjects. And psychic and intuition gifts has, is something that I've been passionate about all my life, starting with my grandmother, who kind of um, intrigued me in, in on many levels. I wanted to learn how to do it. And at that time, you can only do tarot and do cards if someone had gifted you with a pack of cards because they had to see the gift in you. I only learned very recently that I'm actually from a generation of mediums through the mother line, which I had no idea because my mum completely blocked it. So that's fascinating for me. But intuitively, and it's funny how my intuition helped my intuition, I knew that I had to set an intent for my intuition. So what I did is I decided from the moment I was going to use my intuition, which was quite early on, that I would only welcome information that was useful, uplifting, and inspiring. And if, there was, if it wasn't um, meeting those three criteria, I wasn't interested. So I made this very clear to the universe, to guys, to whatever you want to call the information where it comes from. To me, it doesn't even matter. At that time, I didn't know about guides. I didn't know about angels. I didn't know about anything. I'm not religious, so I don't talk about God very often, even though I actually love God, but a God that is not within the religious um, framework. And so this is what I aspired for. And luckily, I was able to learn. Um, a lot of it came from going to psychics like um, there was no tomorrow. I used to go to psychics uh, as often as I could. Not back in France, although the person that helped me the most to leave an abusive uh, marriage and to move to this country to start my life anew uh, was a psychic. And if she hadn't been supporting me with several readings in the years preceding my, my move to, the, to England, I probably wouldn't be alive today. And I don't mean this in a negative way, but um, she was instrumental in helping me. And I think at that point, back then, I was a corporate lawyer and I thought to myself, I wish I could do the work that she does. And I never knew that this is what I would actually end up doing, except I do it in the business context, whereas she did it as an, she was a numerologist who had psychic gifts. Anyways, it was such an interesting journey. She was instrumental in helping me um, not um, let my abusive marriage literally bring me down and my kids as well. So, and give me the courage to move abroad, which was the best thing that happened to me. So I want to say that actually intuitive intelligence is the highest form of intelligence. And that's why I love it so much. You know, I've come across a shaman once. She did a reading for me and she kind of laughed. She said, I've never met someone like you who's so, such an intellectual. And she couldn't put the two together. I mean, why would I use intuition if I was intellectual? Because for her, the two were incompatible. But I actually read an article recently by... Uh, a, a, a trader, you know, someone who trades shares on Forbes and Bert Dom, I think he's called, and his articles from the from June last year. And he explains that to him, the highest form of intelligence is intuitive intelligence. Most people think intuition is a form of guessing, but it isn't. Intuition sits on knowledge. And this is why, I mean, Psychics take it to another level. They can really see things that they don't understand. 
Um, but for us mortals <laughs> or who are not who don't have the gift, I'm contracted myself completely. But I, I don't put them on pedestals anymore. But for I would say probably for those of us who don't consider ourselves psychics or intuitive, um, there is a difficulty to distinguish between intuition and fear. And this is the crucial thing to be able to hone when you start using your intuition. Is it my intuition? Is it fear? And how to distinguish the two. The problem is that you can come to so much indecision when you are from fear because you're even afraid to make the wrong decision. Whereas when you use your intuition, it's just a knowing. You know without knowing that you have to do something, but you don't know why or how. So, as I said, intuition and fear are mutually exclusive. They cannot sit in the same space as you. And the intuition always comes through the heart, not through the mind. So if you overthink things too much, then you're not able to access your intuition. If you don't use your heart energy, you can't access your intuition. But I want to say something more, is that sometimes... If our hearts have been broken, or if we have some issues around emotions, that can also cloud our intuition. So that's why it's super important to do the work of healing our, ourselves emotionally and mentally so that we can hone our intuition. And this is something I do with my VIP clients and I love doing. The other thing that can help you is to know that intuition is usually quiet. And even if it's about something negative, it feels positive. Does that make sense? Whereas fear is usually loud and it wants to take over everything. It will repeat itself a lot. Intuition will not repeat itself. It might come at you again a few weeks later, but it's not going to be loud and rowdy like fear is. And I want to give you an example of something that happened to me recently that um, I just loved. Um, I had this, um, I have been thinking about how to promote my memoir, which I've done a couple of episodes on this podcast and uh, my other book that's coming out this year which is the return of the journey of the slim soul which is about um slimming without dieting and actually it's about body love a lot and self-love and um i kept being shown this is an image in my mind of a wheel you know like an old-fashioned wheel for a cart a cartridge so with the spokes, a wooden wheel. But I didn't know what it was. But that kept on. And I even explained it to, one, uh, to my business buddy. I said to her, look, this is how I see it. I see my book at the center of the wheel. And then spokes are going to be those specialists that specialize in grief. And then this means that once they read my book, I'll send them down the spokes to all these trusted professionals. Because I don't want to do grief counseling but I have a book that can help people. And once they read the book, for people who might not be ready to go and see a counselor or a therapist or anything, once they read my book and they want to know more, then I can direct them to trusted professionals that I have either used myself or I know are absolutely fantastic. Now, I just let it go because at some point I just didn't get it. And this was back in May, yeah, sometimes May, June. and then. Two weeks ago, so we're now in August, I saw someone post on Facebook about hub marketing. And I was like, 
I was really alert when I saw that post. I thought, what is this? So I looked into it. And that was exactly the concept that I had seen visually. And the man who wrote this book even had on the front of his book the wheel that I had seen in, as an image back in May. It was just mind-blowing. So it all clicked together, but it took three months. I had no idea. So I want to say this is the beauty of an intuitive business strategist. This is the beauty of a psychic business strategist is that they can see things that won't make sense to them, but it will make sense to you. Because if you knew about pub marketing and that was something that came up in a session and I could see, I could just tell you, I see this wheel. It doesn't make sense to me. Does it make sense to you? And there's you at the center of the hub and there's spokes. Then if they knew about hub marketing, they'd say, it's hub marketing. I don't need to know everything about business to be able to help you with your strategy, whatever business you're in. I don't need to know about your business at all. I can tune into the energy and I can be shown these images or um, things like that. And you can do that for yourself. This is the beauty. Is, is what I love teaching is that when you get to that point, you don't need to be a psychic to use intuition in your business. But you can have some tools that can help you get these hunches, get these uh, little bits of information that can take you. And it's, it's going to take you on a shortcut. And it's not that I believe that we need to go fast and furious in business. Sometimes having a shortcut can make life easier for us. It can um, you know, stop us from meandering or from wasting time, especially if we have a big purpose and we want to make sure that we get there because we are so ambitious and we know we're here to change our industry maybe or maybe even the world or change the way that people interact with clients, whatever it is that you know, you're passionate about. If you use your intuition well, that can absolutely amplify and magnify your impact and that's what i'm passionate about but intuition is an act of trust it's a trust in your own wisdom it's a trust in your own intelligence but it's also a trust in the universe all these have to be put in place before you can take this intuition to the next level how can you access intuition you have to learn to quiet the mind you have to learn to raise your vibration. And you have to learn to recognize how intuition comes to you. So these are the three key elements. Now, I've done a whole podcast episode on the different shades of intuition. I encourage you to go back. It's one of the early episodes uh, uh, this year, January or February. I can't remember exactly. Um, if you want to check also all the different episodes, of course, if you're listening in iTunes, you'll have a whole list. But if not, you can go to my website, ICanHelpYouThrive.com, and on the podcast tab on my menu, I've listed all the different episodes with links that then take you either directly to the podcast episode or it can take you to the show notes because the show notes I keep on, a, uh, on my blog. So I want, I love helping my clients, especially my VIPs, to hone their own intuition so that they can do business in a different way, in a heart-centered way. At the beginning of this episode, I explained how, or in the middle maybe, how intuition works through the heart. And this is why heart-centered entrepreneurs are better placed to use their intuition um, in their business. But the way I teach it is through the Akashic Records. And... Um, that are also sometimes called the book of life. I had a client this morning who said, oh, my grandmother used to do this. 
it's uh, reading the book of life and it's true now what that does it uh, it takes you above the clouds you can learn to use your intuition the hard way by being on the ground uh, where you have the clouds that you know come in between you and the sun and the sky or you can learn to read your intuition, use your intuition above the clouds, which is what I call the, the Akashic records of the, the Book of Life, in which case it will come easy and naturally. And what I really love uh, is to actually do business in the Akashic records energy, because you can literally open the records and just do business. And in that case, that means you have a really clear mind. That means that your ego is put aside. You know how our doubts, our fears, all that, when you step into the energy of the Akashic Records, which is, as I said, something I teach my clients, then you can really, it's like running your business on the highest possible vibe, vibe sorry. So how to use intuition specifically in business? I would say do your research, use your brain, do the pros and cons, and then go and do something completely unrelated. Play music, paint, go for a walk in nature, take a nap, whatever it takes. And then you will have the answer when you expected the last. Less. Least. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating. And if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs. And go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.